There we go. All righty, Mr. Jonathan, thank you so much for agreeing to say to come onto the show to share your story. I'm kind of excited. I'm just thank you, excited. man. Just thank you. I'm super excited too, man. Super excited. So I just really quickly, um, I want to just touch on the basics. So one, are you married? And two, how many kids do you have? Okay, I am married. Uh, I've been married. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say, I think, six years now. Don't Wait a second. That. Hold up. Hold I, up. I know. I'm, hold up. Hold up. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know it's bad, right? I'm not going to let you off the hook on that one. Okay. So uh, my, my oldest is about to turn five. So we were married a year before that. So, yeah, six years. <laughs> six years. <laughs> six years and some change. It will take. Gotcha. So um, thus far. Well, then let me ask this then. So were your and kids. Two kids. And two kids. Sorry, yeah, two, born, two little girls. Boy and a girl? Two, girls. two little girls, yeah. So, and their ages? Um, one's about to be five, and one's about to be three. So they're, they're two years apart. This is going to be a crazy question, but we both live in Memphis, so, or around mm-hmm. the area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, were your kids planned? Were you preparing for them prior to? Yeah, both of them were planned. Okay. So, question. So, right now, you're in the beginning stages of them finding their personalities, and oh, I'm yeah. sure they are completely different. Man. So, how are you? How are you manifesting with it? How are you dealing with that exactly as a parent? Okay. So, my oldest in particular, she's very independent. She and she's been like that since she was very young. I say around the age of two, we started mm-hmm. noticing that she's always been very independent. And, you know, not, not, not because she's my daughter or anything else, but she's very <laughs> smart. And, you know, everybody, even the, the teacher that we've taken her to, um, when she was going to a preschool, even mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. said that she has a very strong retention. Like, she can, she can um, see something, like a, hear a song, and she knows the song. Immediately. She can, yeah. Immediately. Um, she can watch a movie, any cartoon movie, and within the second time that she watches it, she's acting out every scene. And, you know, she, she's bilingual, so she knows both oh, English and ooh, Spanish. Ooh. Yeah, so, and she's just, she has a very strong uh, capacity for retention. Um, she's very strong, strong-willed, I guess if you want to say. Um, <laughs> she has a very unique personality. She, she can be both very princessy, so she's very mm-hmm. girly. But at the same time, she likes the Ninja Turtles. She likes watching, like, like she likes Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon. So it's like the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. So she's still a girl, you know, girly girly, but I also have like that kind of <laughs> around the ages little girl. Uh, my youngest, in the other hand, her name is, so my oldest, her name is uh, Aileen. Okay. Um, and then my youngest, her name is Valentina. So my youngest, she has more of like my personality. So I know right here, you know, I'm very like put together and centered, but I'm very like goofy and outgoing and wild and I'm the loud one in the family. Oh so she's just like me, yeah. So she's very loud, very crazy. She's, um, her retention is okay. It's normal. It's like mine. So, you know, she's like, I guess you can say your average, you know, uh, kid, but she's very wild. Like if you ever seen that show, um, and I forget the show, it was on Nickelodeon. It wasn't the Rugrats. It was the other one where they had, um, they used to go out in adventures all the time and the dad had a big mustache and the sister had a little brother that was very wild, crazy hair and was almost like Tarzan all over the place. If I can remember, I'll, I'll mention it. I was like, because I'm, I'm trying to picture it. I'm thinking, of, why am I thinking about expecting it? I think it's the wild thornberries, I think it was called. The wild okay, thornberries, something that like that. Okay, so okay. I, I compare her to, to that little kid because she's just all over the, she's all over the place. 
Um, she loves the dog that we have, whereas my oldest, she does not like the dog. So she's, more, <laughs> she's more like my wife, where she doesn't really like the dog. But then, like me, I love, you know, I, I, I cuddle with my dog, I lay down, I have a Labradoodle. And my okay, youngest, okay, okay. yeah. So then my youngest, she's like that. So very different. They're very unique in each way. But at the same time, um, they have uh, similarities where they're both princesses, they're both girly girly, you know, the typical stuff. Mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. they both like, you know, the cartoons, like little boy cartoons, I guess if you want to say, you know, quote unquote little boy cartoons, right? Um, stuff like that. But I guess in, um, they're both unique in their own little way. I mean, just seeing them every day, you know, like I said, the youngest is more like me, more wild. And then the oldest is more like my wife, which is more like put together. Um, she likes more power. structure, more structure, I guess you can say. And my youngest is just structureless, I guess. So, okay. So with them, with that being said, and obviously um, I know that you can see the similar other differences in them. Yeah. How does your parenting style change when yeah. dealing with both of them? That's a very, that's a very good question, Jimmy. Uh, it's a, that's, that might be hard to answer because okay. like okay. I said, they're both so different. Um, and th- just a heads up, I'm the worst at articulating everything that I try to think and put out in words. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try mm-hmm. to be as good as I can. But I guess my parenting for, for them both, I try to be the same for both. The only thing is um, the teacher told us that my oldest, since she's a little bit more like, um, I don't want to say smarter, but she needs more attention because mm-hmm. typically kids who are like that, who have a higher IQ or more like book smart. Mm-hmm. They need more attention than just, you know, your average, you know, normal kid, yeah. I guess you want to say. Like she's more advanced. And so she. Exactly. She, she, yeah. She, like, like stuff for her gets boring fast. Very quickly. I... So she, she, she seeks a lot of attention and you can tell. Whereas my youngest, you know, she can mm-hmm. be just all over the place and whatnot. And, but my oldest, I try to, um, to sometimes put a little bit more effort in giving her more attention because you can tell she gets jealous sometimes of my little one. Because she mm-hmm. used to be the only mm-hmm. kid for two years. So all the attention yeah. was on her. Mm-hmm. She was the baby. So now that we have the oldest, mm-hmm. we try to balance, you know, my time between both. And since, you know, one is different as far as like the personality, you know, how they act and how playful they are compared to the other. Um, I guess mm-hmm. for my oldest, I try to be, I try to give a little bit more, um, more, how do, how do I say, more cuddle time, more affection time. Not that I okay. give my youngest the same affection, but I, I know, but no, I, I give you know what you I'm saying. I, I have to be aware. This is not of, my of, judgment you know? face. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I got you. I, I got I you. Try to, I try to be mindful. <laughs> I try to be super mindful of my oldest because you know she has that capacity already. She's, I think, she might be two years ahead of her age capacity. So they told us to you know kind of gotcha. yeah. So we have to kind of be mindful of that. Um, for my youngest man, I just. And, I, you know, I play, like, with both of them the same. So, you know, I can be sometimes rough and just, you know, we wrestle and this and that. And I, I guess, I guess since they're both little girls, I try to just, it's almost the same for both, Jimmy. But the only difference is with my oldest, we try to be a little bit more mindful as far as giving her just a more. little bit more, like, attention, you know, as far as, as you know, he need, her needs and stuff like that just because she's, she is more aware of her surroundings nowadays. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's, I have to be really mindful so, of that, you know. Let me ask this then. So, and, 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 and not digging in on this whatsoever, but I've got to add. So, dig in, dig in. What? <laughs> Go ahead. So, 
dealing with both of them and, and knowing what you know now, is there anything that you would have possibly done differently ahead of time to be a little bit more prepared? Or is there any advice that you would give to someone else to kind of help them be a little bit more prepared for the similar situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know if, see, I, I like, I like, like living by, by the moment and living day by day. So, you know, everything is a learning experience. So even if, if like, if I was to go back now, two years from now, even before my youngest, uh, my, yeah, before my youngest was born, I don't know if I would change mm -hmm. anything, but you know, I, I might, I might be different as far as like, cause you know, me and my wife, especially my wife, she's like, Oh, you know, I don't want my girls to be girly girlies. I want them to, to be a little bit rough around the edges, change the oils in the car. <laughs> I have to worry about anybody, you know, changing a spare tire. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. You know, we uh -huh, can put them uh -huh. in jujitsu class, this and that. Right. Complete opposite. Uh -huh. Everything just crumbled at us. You know, they both love pink. They're both like wearing dresses. They're both like princesses. So I'm like, you can try to prepare as much as you want and try to sometimes, you know, catch yourself forcing things upon your child. And some, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm me and my wife, we're both the same where we're like, let them be who they are going to, you know, who they're going to be, however they want to be, however they want to dress. Because every kid is different, you know, Jimmy? And I'm yeah. starting to notice yeah. that where, you know, as much as I wanted, you know, my, ch my children to be a certain way, it's never going to be that way, you know? So uh, we're learning to just let them be them. You know, little kids, they dress funny. They, you know. So why, why is that? Why do you feel that it's okay? And again, still no judgment. No, no, why no, no. is it that you feel that it's okay to allow them to express themselves or to simply be themselves? Because I know whether your generation or the past generation before yeah. you, that wasn't socially acceptable. Exactly. It was almost like a, a dictatorship. So why mm -hmm. do you feel that there's a, uh, that you have to allow your kids to be, you know, more expressive? I'm very against the dogma of society of you have to okay. do this, you have to go to college and you have to get a degree because you need a fancy job to mm -hmm. make money and this and yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I'm very, I'm, I'm like the odd child in my family because I think very differently. You know, I've, okay. I don't want to say I grew up in the church, but, you know, um, I say around the 2000s, early 2000s, this is when I started going to church and I got into the whole um, religion thing and Christianity. Mm -hmm. And eventually I kind of deviated from that and came back to it, but I came back to it with a different mindset and a different mindset as my whole aspect of how I view the world. You know, my bubble is no longer just, you know, this little religion. My view aspect is different. And I'm, I'm the type of person where I don't like being told, oh, you can't wear that shirt or that shirt doesn't match with these pants or you have to drive this car or you got to live this way and this, this like that. And I don't want my children growing up in a close-minded Western society where, you know, this is bad because, you know, uh, the government tells you or because your parents told you or because a certain religion told you. I don't to express themselves, you know, according to what they feel is okay for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and, and we, we, we both agree that if they don't want to go to college, don't go to college. No, okay. There's different things you can do. If you want to go to college, we're here to support you. Um, as far as the whole, uh, if you want to get into the sexuality thing, you okay. know, in this world right now, it's very like, they don't, it's, it's not very open, open conversation yet, especially in the South, people still kind of get iffy about the conversation. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I have a uh, gay brother. My wife has a gay brother. So we're very open-minded. So we've always said, you know, 
it is what it is. Let it be yeah. what, you know, what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I don't like forcing anything on my children. You know, I, I, I can try to guide them as much as I can, as, as far as can. my aspects mm-hmm. and my views, but I don't want to force it upon them. So I'm just, I guess I'm a different generation, man. I don't know, you know, yeah. different, <laughs> different mindset, you know, Jamie? So I'm just, I'm very open-minded. I do have my boundaries. Yeah, of course. But like everybody else, but I'm very open-minded and I've studied all kinds of different religions. My best friend is a Muslim, you know? Okay. So I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like being that ignorant, that ignorant person that just goes by what the news tells you is right or wrong or what the previous generation has told you is right or wrong. I kind of like so to. You know, I got to bring this up go ahead, go ahead. i have to bring this up go so ahead. with your open-mindedness and your parenting style mixed co- together yeah has any of that come back to bite you when speaking to your daughters hmm. thus far uh thus far uh not that not that i've seen yet but oh. again you know i can be eating those words five <laughs> six years from now so but you know, me, me and my wife, you know, me and my wife both agreed that you know, if whatever preference they choose, yeah, we're not. I'm not here to. They're my daughters, man, and I love yeah. my daughters to the end of this world, Jimmy. And I, I, I don't want to be that parent that, you know, if they were to come out that you know they're gay or you know they're mm-hmm. lesbian or, or whatever, yeah. And man, if yeah. you're not out there being junkies on the street or hurting someone physically or anything like that, dude. I could, I could honestly care less, Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what, though? Like, Jonathan, the reason why I ask is, like, Winston and I, or my husband and I, we, we talked about it and with kids and so forth, and we both are equally open-minded. And yeah, yeah. so I wouldn't care if my child was gay, straight, or whatever. That portion doesn't bother me. And so we, we ended up seeing an interview of somebody else and their child, um, a male boy, wanted to dress in a dress. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, um, I was like, honey, I don't know about that. That one may be a little bit too far. A little bit too much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I was like, which is why I asked you about your open mindedness and I didn't necessarily yeah. mean sexuality. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Just in general, you know, has yeah. it ever come back? So exactly. That's, that, that's why. That's why. Well, that's why I said I have boundaries. Yeah. You know, I have. I'm very open minded, but I have boundaries. You know what I'm saying? There's things that I've seen in this world where I'm like where sometimes parents force this kind of stuff upon mm-hmm. the children. Yeah. And, yeah. and children, children just grow up, think, you know, just confused. You know, yeah. my, my wife's brother, you know, she swears up and down that she, you cannot for, you cannot change her mind that this is, this, this is who he has been all his life because yeah. she's seen, you know, she's been with him growing up. Same thing for my little brother. Um, and so, you know, I hope right that, you know, um, that my open mindedness, my open mindedness doesn't come back and bite me in the butt one day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, like I said, I do have my boundaries as to certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so, you know, but, even if it does, as a parent or even as yeah. a person in general, we all do the best that we can with the information exactly. that we have in that moment. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so exactly. you know, it is what it is. But that that brings up another question for me. Then, how has your parenting style changed, or how is it different, or is it the same? from how you were parented, you and your wife, oh, how you all both were parented? Man, that's, that's another good question, Jimmy. Um, like I said, we, I come from a, a Puerto Rican, I'm Puerto Rican, so I come from a Puerto Rican uh, household, uh, mm-hmm. very strict. Uh, all my life until I graduated high school, I never went to um, a house party. Um, oh, I wow. never, went to, never went to the clubs. <laughs> uh, never set out late past nine, sometimes 9.30. Um, oh, just wow. because, you know, my parents, they, 
and I, I think Jim, I think that was a good thing for me because it it um it kind of it gave me some type of structure. I yeah. wasn't that I wasn't you know wild out there just doing crazy stuff. It gave me structure that I needed that I'm I'm thankful, very thankful for right now as a parent. I see growing up what my parents installed in me, and I'm very thankful that they didn't let me go out there until one, two in the morning, or just do whatever you want, just be safe kind of thing. I had boundaries, I had structure. And I think that really did help me out. And it's very different as far as then to now. Because my parents, you know, especially my mom, she's not as open minded as open minded as, as I am, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um she's more like dogmatic religion. And this is not to take away from my mom. My mom is yeah, a lovely mom, awesome person. She's just different mindset. Um but I try to take the good, leave the bad take the good and implement the good things that I learned from my, from my parents with mm. my children. You know what I'm saying? So there's mm. like, there's certain little things that, you know, uh, that I, I have memories of like sitting down with my dad and drinking coffee. It's very cultural where in Puerto Rico, we sit down and drink coffee with crackers or cookies and we dip the cookies or the crackers in the coffee and we eat them. Okay. So now <laughs> like th those are traditions that I'm passing down to my children. So now we sit down with my little girls and, now that they drink coffee every day. But every so often when I'm drinking coffee, they sit down with me, they drink the crack, you know, the crackers. And so what the 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 difference I guess that, that I can say is I guess in my my generation where we're growing up technology wise is different. Just the whole world is different. The way we work, um, the way we live, the way we do things is different. So we have to kinda I have to adjust what I learned and try to implement it into 2020 society yeah. you know so mm -hmm. take mm -hmm. the good keep it and the bad that i decided just was it for me you know and, it's, just and, my, and it's, it's my parents way of doing things you know it's just the way how they will talk so and so, just keep the good do you explain that behavior or your decisions to your children i mean i know they're relatively young but they are of yeah. age where they do understand yeah. certain things and they understand mm -hmm. you know whatever you're explaining to them and so are you explaining your reasons or your decisions behind why you do what you do to them it's funny you say that because you know one thing i have been trying to implement more is mindfulness especially with my oldest mm -hmm. because she can get like very temperamental sometimes when she doesn't mm -hmm. get her way typical mm -hmm. child right i mean so, hell, typical person yeah me typical person right <laughs> exactly so you know you can't you know that in culture you know we give we give spankings mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. me and my you know me and my wife we decided that you know we can't spend all day spent you know giving spanking a child it's just to me it's not it's not right at all and mm -hmm. it, hurt, it really does hurt me more than it hurts her because man you know you that's the last thing you want to do is spank your child right but sometimes a good spanking is needed um you know what i'm saying so what, what i try to do sometimes now especially with my oldest is i have to be mindful now because my daughter is young so she doesn't understand yet that her fits it's just not the right way about handling things so we, we started to implement the fact, you know, like going up to her and instead of like yelling at her and, oh, stop doing this. Dude, a hug changes a lot, Jimmy. I'm telling really? you. Jimmy, I, I get down on my knees and I'm like, come here, give me a hug. And I just let her cry it out for a minute. And then what I started doing now is, and this is just between me and my oldest, is I try to just make laughter out of the situation. So instead of like just yelling at her and go to your room and, that's it, and just let her think about what she what she did. She's a four year old. She's she's not gonna think about what she did. So I just I hug her. I'm like, and I try to explain to her, you know, what you did is wrong. You know, and explain to I try. You know, she's a four year old. In her language, yeah. In her language, what she did was right. Oh, wrong. 
and she has to apologize to either her mom or whoever was there that she did it to. She has to apologize because she has to know that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then once we get done with that, I try to make fun of the situation. So once we get done and she's come down, I have a thing now where I'll do this. So I go, breathe and this. And she starts doing this and she starts crying. You know, she's crying still. And then by the time she does the second this, like flapping her wings, she starts laughing. So she goes from crying doing this to giggling doing this and the tears dry up and the whole situation is completely forgotten. Oh, wow. You know, and I actually, I learned to, to be more mindful with this other guy when, um, on the podcast that I was doing. I had this guy named uh, El Shonelon Ulrich, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. And he actually wrote this book right here. It's called The Present is a Gift and it's about mindfulness. And, you know, like every animal you see doing like a yoga pose. So it just basically teaches the child that in the moment of whatever is going on, just to take a deep breath, be mindful that of the moment of the situation and try to go about it in a different way. So like, yes, I'm trying to change my parenting and I don't want to be like the old school parent where all they do was just spank and just yell at your child. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that teaches nothing, Jimmy. I'm telling you because it's ha- that's how I grew up, you know. So I'm like, yeah, I the last thing you want to do, you know, the only thing you want to do is go to your room, shut the door, and like, oh, I hate my parents kind of thing. So, and I'm not trying to be like the best friend to my child. I'm trying to be the parent to my child, but I also want my child to have that confidence. Like if she was to have confidence, confidence in her best friend to go up to me and be like, you know what, I'm having a bad day. Can we talk? That's all I need. I just need confidence and communication between my children. So I figured by implementing stuff like this now, hopefully, right, because I, I don't know, but hopefully as she gets older, she starts realizing that, you know, there's different ways to handle situations, you know? Oh, I am so grateful for a father like you doing that because <laughs> it doesn't happen. And even in a 2020 environment, mm-hmm. that's not the normal. Hey, Jimmy, I'm... I'm oh, yeah, wow. No, no, I just... I. I'm marveling at that. Like, I love, I love that. Because it, it teaches a different level of a social impact in how to deal with your feelings. Because yeah. it's feelings that we all deal with at any age, adult or male or female, it doesn't exactly. matter. At any These age, are all yeah. feelings that we have to deal with. And when you don't know how to communicate that effectively, you begin to act out. You begin to lash out. You begin to do things that are not, um, that's not, <laughs> that may not be the best benefit for you as an adult later on. Ex- okay? Exactly. Yeah. And so to be able to express that now and then have a father that's there to back you up, to let you express it and then bring you down. And so that. Oh, that's good to. Yeah, like, I, re- oh, wow. I like that. And Jimmy, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't want to. Oh, like that. Like, I don't want to flaunt here and pretend like I'm the perfect father because I'm not, you know, I do every so often, you know, I don't lose my temper, but, you know, sometimes I do go to your room, you know, just go to your room. Just, we just both need a moment. But then it's those times where I realize I also need to be mindful and I just hurt. Mm-hmm. Those are the times yeah. where I catch myself and be like, you know, she, she needs me to be um, more self-controlled and more mindful than I need her at that time to be, to be like that mm-hmm. because she's a four-year-old child, man. She yeah. And it's not to excuse her, but She's a four-year-old child. I mean, at four she's years learning. old, I mean, she's learning. Exactly. So I, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want her to be that child where people don't want her to go to their house because she's running all over the place and acting mm-hmm. crazy and yelling, you know. She needs to learn how to have some type of self-control even at this age. 
And especially, mm -hmm. you know, with her capacity, she, you know, she needs more structure like that, you know? So speaking of um, the emotional side of things, and especially what we talked about before we hit record here with the coronavirus and yeah, yeah. all these things going on. So the reality of, of things as a human being is death. It's one of those conversations that we typically don't have. And so my question to you is, is have your family, have you all experienced any of that with your kids or have your kids had to experience any of that thus far? Um, as far as death goes, no, not yet. Um, we've had deaths in the family, but back when my youngest, uh, my oldest was younger, so she hasn't seen nothing like that. But my parents are getting older, Jimmy, and mm -hmm. my wife's parents are getting older and stuff like that. So I know that 10 years from now, you know, my, my dad's 60, turning 60 this year. <laughs> so he's, you know, he has arthritis, he's getting older, he's always in pain. So... I mean, who knows what life brings tomorrow? So we, we can try to prep as much as we can. And I would love to try to explain to them what death kind of is. You know, they're seeing little stuff here and there, like in movies and cartoons and stuff like that. But that doesn't really explain the moment or the feeling of losing somebody. And I hope that I'm actually capable of, if we ever lose a family member, if I'm capable of, you know, trying to explain to them that, hey, you know, Abuela's not here or Theo, you know, your uncle's not here anymore, you know, because uh, she, she, you know, my little girls love her uncle Lalo, they call him, and her titi, her tia Iris, who she's a roommate, she stays with us there, and her uh, uncle uh, Chino, which is my wife's uh, brother, they love them. So I know that the day that they're not here anymore, it's going to really affect them because yeah. they're always asking, hey, you know, uncle this, you know, uh, on that my daughter's crying right there right now, but um, <laughs> they've never, like, you know, they've never, they've never seen or experienced death. And I just hope that whenever the time comes that actually I'm ready to, to try to explain to them that, you know, so-and-so, yeah, that they're not here anymore. So, but that's a good question, Jimmy, because yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even know if, if I'll be ready for something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I get that, which is why I had to act. Cause each parenting style yeah. is different. It's very and so different. some, some people are willing to, overshare and over communicate it to the point where the child is frustrated or not understanding fully or exactly, confused, you know, yeah. uh, completely confused or to the other extreme where we're not saying anything, you know, or exactly. they're just gone on a vacation or they're just, you know, just left for a few days. And so yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a conversation that we all eventually have to deal with at some mm -hmm. point. And so I was really kind of interested as to how you all were coping with that. Man, Jimmy, that's actually, it's kind of funny that you, that you bring that conversation up because recently me and my wife, we went to do like our a, a last will a, a last and testament mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, beneficiaries, because, and it's funny, I never thought about that in my life until I got married yeah. and I had kids and, you know, the whole situation. Yeah, you thought she was going to live forever. Exactly. <laughs> so, so now, you know, we had to go and decide, you know, if both of us died, who's going to, who has to bear not the weight, but I guess you can say the weight of having to raise our children. Yeah. And, you know, we had to really think deep about who we had to choose as a couple, who would be, I guess, the best suited to yeah. take care of my children. And we had to decide. And, you know, out of the whole family, we, you know, we decided who um, was going to take care of her, uh, both of them, because of, of the way they live their life and, you know, their, the way they think, their, mind, their open-mindedness. And mm -hmm. so we chose, you know, who, who we had to do that, um, who had to do that. But then, 
you know, what if it's only me that is gone? You know, how is my wife supposed to explain to them that, hey, you know, daddy's not here anymore? Yeah. Or, hey, yeah. mommy's not here anymore. So one thing that I, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, I, the last thing I want to do is lie to them. Yeah. But yeah. I want to explain, hey, you know, this is just the way the world is. You know, so-and-so is no longer here. You know, um, this is the way death is and da-da-da-da-da-da. But I just, like, I hope that um, in that moment I'm able to be honest and find some type of right words, you know, right? To, to tell my kids, yeah, at that age or whatever age they're going to be that so-and-so is not here anymore, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. And I'm sure I am 100% certain that yeah. when the moment comes, I, I, I do believe you'll be prepared. And, and worst I hope, case, I hope, man, I hope. I'm sure you will. But worst case, between your wife as well as you, I mean, you all will be able to articulate exactly what needs to be said in that moment. You know, yeah. so mm -hmm. I, I have no fear of that mm -hmm. whatsoever. I do uh, have one. I do have one final question for you. Um, okay. you, know, you know I cannot end on a, on a negative note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. I got you. All that's about good. positivity. Yes. Yes, so, sir. So what has been your proudest moment as a father? You knew it was coming. So I, I, yeah. I know you prepared. Like, what okay. has it been? Mm, that's, that's, man, you've asked a lot of good questions. <laughs> uh, so my proudest moment, you, you know what's funny, Jimmy? My proudest moment has it's not like it's not the teacher telling me that oh your daughter's smart or you know they're like them doing like that kind of stuff. I think one of the part like there's been there's been a few, but I guess one to throw out there real quick is you know they were doing ballet classes a while back. Okay. Um and not not for competition, just you just for fun, you know? Huh? And I remember the day of the, the recital. Um, they were walking across the stage, and my daughter was actually, I think, the first or the second one to come out. And my daughter was like, she's yay high. My youngest, she's like <laughs> two inches tall. She's very short. And she was the littlest one there, Jimmy. And I was recording, and I, like, I, try, I almost put the camera down because I tried to hold back just like the, that moment of like, that's my daughter. Like, that's mm. life that me and my wife created walking down that stage. Like, I, I used to always picture, like, that moment. Sometime, you know, sometime in my near future happening, when it was finally that moment happening. And I remember her walking, and she had her little hand in her waist, walking like this. And she was just looking, at. I just felt, like, proud that she was able to accomplish just something so basic and so little. Just to see her walk across the stage and just be happy. And same thing for my oldest. My oldest walked across the stage, and she was just doing all this and that. <laughs> And then she was like, she was looking for me and I was back to recording and, and, and whatnot. But I was just like, cause you know, they work hard towards it. They, they learn the routine. They're like the little routine. Right. And I'm like, you know, do just, not I'm, take that, that little routine. I know, away I know. From I, it, okay. it was hard. It was hard for two Like I was just proud as a father just to see my daughters just living with life. Just happy, man. You know, I, I don't, I don't ask much out of my, out of my daughters. All I ask is for them to be kids, man. And I guess to end it with my proudest, some of the proudest moments is, sorry, are we still on? There you yeah, go. we're on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess is, you know, when, when I lay down at night and I lay in the bed and me and my wife, we love, you know, we're, we're the parents, funny because we used to be the parents who were anti having kids in our bed. Uh -huh, and now we're uh -huh, the parents uh -huh. who just, because they're Everybody so little, do. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> because they're so little and they grow up so fast, Jimmy. And I, I feel like I don't want to miss out on those moments. You know what I'm saying? 
eventually yeah. they'll be old enough to to sleep in their own bed and they have the room but it, it's when i lay down at night jimmy and we're all all four of us laying and we're all little so we all fit in this bed so we're all <laughs> laying down and my youngest and, I, and i'm trying to hold back but and my daughter comes up to me my youngest and she just she hugs me sometimes with such like love and she just goes and i promise you jimmy that i mean she could have she could have keyed my car she could have broken anything oh, expensive wow. and at that very moment you know we could have had a stressful day jimmy she could have you know been crying all the, the worst day in the world jimmy but it, it's, it's at that very moment where it makes it all worth it all the sleepless nights in the beginning all the dirty diapers all the vomit all the ER trips, it all makes it worth it. And that for me is the proudest moments as a father to have my daughter tell me, I love you. I'm like, and I'm trying to like, I'm very, sometimes I get very emotional, Jimmy. So I'm like, those moments right there, it's like, I mean, what else can I ask out of my daughters? I, I, don't, I don't need you to be a lawyer. I don't need you to be a fancy anything. Just be a humble person, be good, and just, just tell me that, that, that I'm doing okay as a father. That's all I ask for in life, man. You're so going to cry. You're going to be cry. Oh, my God. Jesus. But that, I am not liking you right now. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. But that, that to me, Jimmy, oh. that right there is, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a happy camper at that point, Jimmy, man. That's all I can ask for, man. Honestly. That's it. Oh. I think that is the perfect place to end. Justin, <laughs> I thank you. I do. I thank you so much for sharing your story like it's man this has Jimmy, been amazing thank you for having me on man I was, I was really looking forward to this because you know i got a little bit experience now with parenting but i'm not like i'm not like the go-to parent to go to but i yeah. got like you know like yeah. crazy experiences with my children where i love to share share those moments sometimes you know so but it's your story and you know it is so unique and um it is for me, as a as someone that has not started to have kids yet, and yeah. I'm so I'm so with the baby fever right now, like one hundred percent. Okay, one hundred percent. Like to the point where I'm literally working two jobs right about now. I was like, uh -huh. we are. This is this is it, and like this is happening. Like damn it, quickly. And so I'm literally killing myself right about now. <laughs> <laughs> literally killing myself working eight hours of the day and then eight well a few hours in the day it all be worth at night it's just oh my gosh i just like because i want to sit at home like okay i don't yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh hey I, I, hey me and myself i'm a homebody now too man i like i'm a homebody now to too. be at home i love to be at home yeah. but jonathan thank you so very much for sharing your story i really do appreciate man. it no problem. And thank you for having me on. Like I said, I, you know, even having you on my podcast, I knew that, you know, we have like, I guess, good talks. I guess you want to say good chemistry yeah. talk. And I love talking yeah. to you. So, man, I was always, you know, happy to come on to, uh, to your podcast, man. We have got to do coffee like immediately. I don't know what the hell we've been waiting on. <laughs>